from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Thank you for joining us, America. We're so glad you're here. George Camel, Ramsey personality, host, co-host of the Smart Money Happy Hour podcast on the Ramsey Networks is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Hey, guys, we need your help. We do. If you would subscribe to the show or follow the show, it helps us considerably. So just click the button. If you'll share this show by telling people it's here, just go, hey, I listen to this on talk radio. Hey, I watch this on TBN. Hey, I, or send the share, click the share button or share the link. It really, really helps us and leave a five-star review. That's very helpful. Very helpful. All of those things affect all of the number of people that are shown this show with the algorithms on the internet. And once they're shown it, then they get to decide if they think we suck or not. So we're glad when you help us out. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's hey, you, you get all this for free. It's a way you can pay us back, right? There you go. William is in Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, William. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Mr. Ramsey, how are you? Better than I deserve. How can we help? I need some Uncle Dave wisdom. Um, I'll be coming into a pretty large inheritance in cash, and then about uh, $3 million of it will be in dirt. Uh, so now that... A lot of it is in incredibly great locations, including waterfront and um, over a thousand acres of it can be farmed or logged to cover any of the costs to own the land. But at the end of the day, I do not want the land uh, because we moved away. And I have had these conversations with my father over the years and his, and his parents' generation, my grandparents made it clear that they did not want my father to sell the land. And he honored that. Uh, and my dad has not put that request on me, but I grew, I grew up seeing how hard my family has worked and to build, uh, from what, what we have from nothing. And I mean, too, my, my, my first family members when they immigrated here farm this land. So my question is, am I morally obligated in any way to keep this land because it was built and expanded over the last four generations? No, you're not morally obligated unless you gave your word to keep the land to one of those heir or one of those predecessors, your dad or your grandfather. Um, if you did, if you did that, you'd be morally obligated to keep your word. But just the fact that it's, uh, got this tremendous nostalgia to it is not a moral thing. It, it is a little heartbreaking to think, I mean, and it probably hurts your heart a little to think about getting rid of it. But on the other hand, you're like, I can also know that just if I keep it, I've got all this hassle factor, right? Exactly. Yeah, it, it's very, it's a very difficult thing for me to, to even think about because I don't want to be viewed as I'm just cashing in, right? Because it, it really is not about that. It's not about just. It's about, yeah, uh, the other option is hassle factor and, uh, you know, dealing with it. So you said it's 1,000 acres? Uh, it's over a thousand acres, but a thousand of it could be logged or farmed to cover the cost of the entire estate. What is the total acreage piece? Um, it's it, it's it's about fifteen hundred. Okay, where is it? What what state or area? It, it's up north in uh, Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Iowa. Okay, All it's right. spread out. And you're in Atlanta. Correct. 
and you have another life. Correct. Hmm. Okay. Um, so the expense of owning the land is property taxes, and what else? That is it. It's completely paid off. It's property taxes the only thing. Okay. All right. And what's it worth? Uh, conservatively, it's it's three million, and that's being conservative. It's probably even a couple to grand an acre. Yeah. Okay. So this is pretty rural stuff. Um, yeah, but some of it is on the lake up on Lake Superior, so mm-hmm. uh, that that that's really expensive. Uh, and, uh, no, that would be like a resort property. Like. Could be could be resort property. Okay. Correct. All right. And uh, the rest of the inheritance that you're receiving is another three million in cash. Yes, sir. Hmm. Okay. And what are you worth before all this happens? Um, two hundred and fifty thousand. Okay. And what do you make? Uh, between my wife and I, 175 base. Okay. So you don't need any of this. Correct. And you don't need the money. Um, and just where do you want, so you got $3 million you can place in investments and that's going to be wonderful. And this property is probably not going to go up in value at the same rate that normal investments were because it's fairly inexpensive rural property with the exception of the lakefront portion, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. Um, what do you want to do, William? Um, let's say I, you sell it and you get three million out of it, and now you have six million. What is your plan or your dreams? My, my thought, my thought would be, um, I would like to think that my when my family first immigrated here, and if they could see what uh, their descendants have been able to amass, I would want to take it and then take that uh, three million and invest it into um, a rental complex of some sort. Um, That's kind of where my brain is at because I believe that we can actually put that money to work rather than it just be dirt and just sit there and not do anything with it. I I would much rather take it and uh, build something even greater for when my wife and I have kids. Because, I mean, we're still young. We're 24 years old. So, um, okay, I, I'll, I'll I, tell you, I'll tell you what I would do. Um, there's no going back after you make the decision. Once you sell it, it's gone forever. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to push pause and sit on it for a period of time and just let this decision cook a little bit. So there's no regrets. I don't disagree with any of your questions or your spirit on this. Um, I completely agree with everything you've said, but I'm sitting here thinking, okay, if you're 24 and the thing sits there and you got plenty of money and you pay the taxes on it and just sit on it for three years, for two years, and just let this decision percolate, I, I just, I kind of think then you're going to be really, really sure about what to do at that point. Uh, and you're going to have zero regrets. In other words, you're going to get really disgusted and I'm getting rid of this, or you're going to get more nostalgic and go, you know, I'm going to ride this thing a while. Okay. And I'm going to let this percolate a little bit from the time it becomes yours and your responsibility. I'm going to sit on it for at least two years because you don't have to have the money from it. It's not killing you. And then you won't make the wrong a decision that has a regret with it later. The 
The other option in there that you can throw in is a partial. Keep some of it. Carve out 200 and sell the rest or something to where you've got an, you know, 200 out of 1,500. Yeah, I mean, wow, it's a lot of land. Do something like that, and then you've got that piece of nostalgia that's not enough that it's bothering you. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe. All right, guys, how many of you are thinking about buying a home and you're cringing at the thought of paying off debt for the rest of your life like a mortgage for 30 years? You don't have to fall in that trap. If you need to borrow, your best bet's actually a 15-year fixed rate where your payment's no more than a fourth of your take-home pay. It'll get you on track to pay off your house fast. A lot of people pay off their home in less than 10 years when they do that just because they reach over and smack that mortgage. The free mortgage calculator on our website can help you. It'll give you an idea what your monthly payments could look like, and that way you'll know how much home you can afford so that you can be mortgage-free in 15 years or sooner. Go to RamseySolutions.com, click Free Tools. Use our mortgage calculator to get confident about home buying. Again, free tools at RamseySolutions.com. Catherine's in Daytona Beach. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Thank you so much for taking my call. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? So my question for you is, um, it has to do with a credit score. My fiance and I are on baby step two. We're paying off debt. We have one credit card, which I plan on paying off tomorrow, and then our car loan. But um, what I want to know okay, wait a is Did both of you sign on the car? It's just me. Okay, the then your car loan, because you're not married yet. It's not our. Okay, correct. When are you getting married? Um, I'm, I'm thinking probably next year when we can get out of debt and, or when I can get out of debt and we can cash flow the wedding. How much are you going to spend on the wedding? Um, I think we don't have a set budget, but we're going to go as budget friendly as possible. Hopefully no more than like three to 5,000. Okay. I would stop everything and go get married. You think so? Huh? I'm positive. It's going to increase your likelihood of your relationship lasting. It's going to increase the, uh, the, the, the how fast you get out of debt and you get to wealth building. Anyway, why'd you call? How can we help? Um, yes. So, um, my understanding is that we should close all of our credit accounts. We do have a couple joint and we have a couple individual, um, like credit cards and everything and get to that zero credit score before trying to buy a home. But, um, we're just kind of bumping heads when it comes to that. He believes that we should, you know, keep the credit lines open, not use the card just in case of an emergency and have a buffer until we can get our fully funded emergency fund, um, built up completely. So I guess my question is like, 
what what can I tell him to get him on board? And if so, what would the process be like? And what kind of time frame? How old are you guys? We look at closing out those accounts. Um, I'm 23. He's 33. Mm-hmm. And what's his net worth? N- um, nothing. He, I don't have a number yeah. that yet. He doesn't have any money. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So let's let's be clear. We don't go to a fat guy and ask him about physical fitness. So his opinion about this really doesn't matter because he's obviously wrong. Am I wrong? He's broke. Um. You know. So his theories about money suck. Right. Okay. Well, do they or not? I mean, the proof is in the pudding. He has no I money. Mean, so, I mean, when broke people tell me their theories about money, it's laughable. It's when fat people tell me about how to be physically fit. It's the same thing. I have a keg. If I go up to my, uh, on the front of me, my belly, if I go up to my personal trainer and he's got an eight pack and I start telling him about nutrition, that's funny. You follow me? I follow. <laughs> here's the thing there's a lot of traps that he's fallen into that are cultural everyone believes this and using your credit card as an emergency fund to borrow at 21 percent interest is about the stupidest thing you can do so let me just give you some facts because he's in kind of this wonky reality uh simulation right now here's what happens if you have an emergency above a thousand bucks you pause the baby steps and you go cover the emergency you sell stuff get side jobs do whatever you have to do So that covers that one, right? But that's not the only reason. You said the credit score, correct? Right. There's a thing called manual underwriting when you go to buy a house and you get a no-score loan through manual underwriting. They look at your full financial picture, your income, your debt-to-income ratio, your down payment, and they give you a mortgage without a credit score. Now, he can not believe it as if it's, I don't know, the boogeyman or the Easter bunny, but there's facts and data that refute all of this. And so... I don't think this is an intellectual discussion. I think this is a huge paradigm shift for him to go, oh, I don't have to play the games of a toxic money culture that says borrowing is the key to wealth. Catherine, do you know why I was being so mean? Why? Because he's 33 and you're 23, and I think he's overbearing, and I was trying to give you some courage. He's wrong. Oh, thank you. I think he's, I think he's strutting around like a turkey. And I think he's wrong, and I want you to stand up, and, and I want you to have your voice in this relationship, and both of you have a vote, because I think your intellect is stronger than his on this issue, and I don't think he thinks that. Am I wrong? Just to be clear, just to be clear, though, we are not, like, coming at it in an aggressive standpoint. I just didn't want that image to come across. I just wanted to... You're like, not coming at it in a, a what standpoint? Say, say again. Like an aggressive standpoint with each other. No, know, I wasn't. I wasn't saying that. that. But I, I don't. I don't think he's listening to you. Okay. I don't think it's aggressive at all. I think it's passive aggressive, possibly. But I, I mean, I, I really. I mean, I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Maybe. Maybe you're the overbearing one. But that would be unusual when you're ten years his junior. It's possible. I mean, maybe you. Maybe you're the stronger personality that too. That's possible. But um, that's why I was doing that. Because I really want you to, I want your voice to be picked up in this because I think he's discounting your theories and it's making you discount them. And I think you're 
or your theories or your approach, the way you want to handle this is not being heard. And he's kind of rolling his eyes like little girl. I got this. Mm. That's why I was doing that because I, I'm, I'm, I'm not okay with that process. It's not going to work out well for you. And I love both of you. And I want you to both to win. And if he's on the phone, I would do the same exact thing. Mm. So, uh, I want you to, I want you guys to, you don't have to be mean to each other or aggressive with each other, but his opinions are wrong because he's broke. I, I stand by my original statement, but I was being acerbic about it because I really want to make sure that your voice is being heard in this. Yeah, and Catherine, I'm going to give you guys a premarital counseling gift. I don't know that he's going to do it, but I'm going to gift you one year of Financial Peace University. I've got a class starting next week that's virtual. You can join that or join a local class in your area. Get in George's class. He's a lot nicer than me. And maybe I can talk to him face-to-face. That'd be fun. Yeah. George, George will be but. kind and helpful as opposed to me. So there you go. That could help. So hang on the line, and uh, Austin will gift you guys one year of financial peace. Sometimes, David, takes a third party. You know, if it's just the two people going at it together, it can be difficult. When you have a third party— I'm a third, and sometimes I'm a party. Sometimes he's a fourth. (laughs) Dave's a lot. He is a lot. But, Dave, I heard this quote the other day. Maybe you're not too much. Maybe they're not enough. Woo! That was a fun little— Boom, boom. Boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Just like that. Yeah, so, this is a common thing in, in a relationship. But I, guys, honestly, when you're dealing with your family and you're dealing with your friends or even your spouse, it, you know, if your broke friends are making fun of your financial plan, it's a sign you're on track. It's like you lost 30 pounds and your obese friend is making fun of you. Good it means you're on track. Okay, it means you're doing the right thing. And so, I, you know, I don't give people advice on growing hair on top of my head. I'm not good at it. My track record is horrible. And so if you call me up and ask me how to grow hair on top of your head, I, you should not take my advice. Dave's good at getting rid of debt George, hair. however, George has the do. He has the do. If you want to, if you want to have the do, you could ask George about it because he's the, he's the dude with the do. Nobody wants this much maintenance in their life. I don't have any maintenance, man. I, my life is good, but but I'm still unqualified. That's fair to give you advice about growing hair on top of One your One thing I have on Dave There's that nothing. makes me feel good. There's nothing there. I'm just saying. This is the Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years, and I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, and shutters to motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And they're designed experts are always ready to help even with measuring and installation plus there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee and shipping is always free see for yourself why blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings visit blinds.com now to learn more and get up to 45% off that's blinds.com rules and restrictions may apply Thanks for joining us, America. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today in the lobby of 
<laughs> the Ramsey Solutions, I almost said Financial Peace Plaza. Throwback. In the lobby of Ramsey Solutions headquarters is the debt-free stage. And on the debt-free stage, Leo and Paige are with us. Hey, guys, how are you? Hi, Dave. Better than we deserve. I love it. Where do you guys live? Cincinnati, Ohio. Fun. Welcome to Nashville. And how much debt have you paid off? We've uh, paid off 140000 in 37 months. Good for you. And your range of income during that time? It was 130 to 150 Cool. What do y'all do for a living? I'm a data analyst for an insurance company. Mm-hmm. And I'm a CFO for a uh, credit union. Excellent. Very good. And how much, what kind of debt was the 140 It was the mortgage. Whoa, wow. look at it, weird people. Yeah. Way Amazing. to go, you two. How old are you two? I'm 31. Mm-hmm. And I'm 28. And you have a paid for house. You're so weird. Very. Yeah. I love you. You're awesome. <laughs> you are so awesome. So what's this house worth? About three hundred thousand. Ah, very good. Yeah. How much got, have you guys got in your nest egg and your four hundred one ks and retirement and all that? I think about one seventy. Okay. Wow, you're getting there. Yeah. You're gonna be millionaires by the time you're thirty five. Then. Yeah. Think Way so. to go, y'all. Incredible. Wow. Baby steps, millionaires, right in front of me. Future ones, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good job, I you two. I bet the folks at the credit union think you're crazy. They're like, "What are you doing, man?" Uh, not, they cheer you on? Yeah, they did. They did. They were very supportive. Uh, there's one uh, one particular individual, Chuck Stanley. I want to call him out. He uh, he was a big uh, inspiration. Yeah. Very well, good. I mean, he's the CFO of the credit. They got to do what he says. I, I debt free CFO is the one I want to hire. Hey, I'm just saying. Man, I'm just saying. This is this is smart. Incredible. Smart all the way around. Excellent. 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 All right. Tell us about your journey. What happened here? Yeah, we got married four years ago, and at that time, he had paid off. His student loan's about $62,000, and we came to celebrate with you guys six months later. Um, I think it was opening of this building, something like that. Wow. Oh, wow. So you, you did a debt-free scream already? We did. He did, yeah. You did, you did your, your your first one, and then you're doing one with the house, too. That's right. Yep. I like it. Part a double two. dip. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so then we saved up for the down payment of the house, um, got our 15-year fixed, and closed on the house um, in early 2020. And Ooh, just in yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, just in time. Just in time to get Fauci done. Yeah. Yes. Wow. All right. And then 37 months later, you're not even 30 years old and you have a paid for house. Yeah. Right. I don't have any idea, really, seriously, how weird that is. Y'all are grinning like you do. <laughs> well, we, we wanted to make sure uh, there was flexibility when our family tree changes. Yeah. And, um, yeah. you know, no having, kids yet, but we're hoping to change that soon. So. Amen. Amen. Very cool. Good for y'all. But I mean, that's you, you're statistically you're highly unusual. Very. I mean, way up there in the success module. Way to go, man. <laughs> Thank you. Way to go. Yeah. And uh, I mean, with the, the you know the ability to make a hundred and a half, two hundred a year, that going forward and not a payment in the world, the amount of wealth you're going to be able to build is just basic compound interest math. You know the math as a CFO. It it's going to be mind blowing. Ten, yeah. ten, ten million dollars. I mean, twenty million dollars. Oh, easily amazing. This is wild. So what made you guys go, all right, we, I knocked out the student loans. What if we put a big down payment and we just knock this house out real quick? Were you guys in unity from day one on that? We were. I think it was mainly the flexibility we want with our family. Um, if I decide to work part-time, whatever we decide there, we want the flexibility not to owe anyone anything. It becomes a short conversation with a lot of joy. That's instead right. Instead of mm-hmm. a lot of stress of how are we going to make this work? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Man, that's so cool. That's a great why. Good for you. Well done. Very well done. It's it's one of the reasons that we lose our team members. Uh, I was having breakfast downstairs the other day uh, with, with my son, who's the president of the company, and 
young lady walked by with and stopped and tears run down her face she said this is my last week and i'm like well i'm so sorry where are you going she said, i have my second baby i'm going home mm. i don't have to work I went, well that's good <laughs> we don't want you to leave because we need the help but that's good if you're going to lose an employee that's the way to lose one right yes. you know i mean wait that's pretty cool you taught them stuff they changed their life they don't need us <laughs> <laughs> we got financial peace now dave we're good thanks yeah. way to go you guys Thank you. that's Thank exactly you. where you're going to be right i mean that's you're going to be that person that's that's where you're set up to be because you've been smart and you've been you've been careful uh have you had a lot of encouragement We've had some encouragement from friends. It's been um, just mostly people saying, well, I'm not sure if I would do that, but I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> yeah, y'all are yeah. a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> you are weird. Statistically, yeah. very weird. But hey, by the way, being wealthy is weird, statistically. <laughs> yeah. So. We work like it, uh, we work, we work like it depended on us, but we prayed like it depended on God. Amen. Amen. Well, way to go. All right. What do you tell people? You're sitting here. Everything's paid for. You started this off with a student loan. You started the marriage off. You're on the same page. What is the key to being 100% debt-free, house and everything, before you're 30? Yeah. I um, I think a big part of it is making sure you're on the same uh, same uh, page with budgeting. Mm-hmm. We've used every dollar mm-hmm. um, right from the beginning of our marriage, actually. Mm-hmm. And to this day, we still use it and will continue to use it. Um, one thing that also has helped is, um, you know, if you feel like you got to go a thousand miles and you take the first couple steps, feels like you got a long way to go and it, it, it is a long way to go, but it really does help when you have a life partner that, you know, can, can be a cheerleader and say, Hey, we're one step closer. The goal exists. It's not just a mirage out there. Mm. And that's, um, that was a big one. Yeah. You got to really lay the math down so that you know the light at the end of the tunnel is not an oncoming train, that this isn't a mirage. Yes. Yeah. You know, you don't, you don't want to go, ah, I'm barking up the wrong tree. This is crazy stuff. No, it really does work. I mean, by the time I'm 28, I'm going to have a paid fourth or in a thousand dollar house. Oh my God. <laughs> it's right where you're going to be. I mean, this is pretty cool. Amazing. Yeah. We're going home to have a, a mortgage burning party with our, uh, friends and family so an old-fashioned mortgage burning party ah, that's good i like that's it to do it right like there it. you yes. gotta like print it out now and do a whole thing they don't even send yeah. you in the mail anymore oh absolutely right? oh it's summer you can take your shoes off walk through the backyard the grass feels different when it's yours mm-hmm. absolutely that's very much cool. so very different very different i love it guys Way i'm so go. proud of you thank you all right how's it feel to have no payments in the world feels like freedom freedom yeah freedom that's it that's it well done Hey, we've got the uh, Live and Give box for you that's got the Total Money Makeover book. You'll be able to give that away. The Baby Steps Millionaire's book, that's you, very soon, and a multimillionaire in the future. And uh, be sure to enjoy those two number one bestsellers, a Financial Peace University membership. You'll be able to give that to somebody that's inspired by your story. Your story is inspiring. You guys are heroes. We're so proud of you. Well done. Thank you. Thank you. Very well done. And, hey, i got to tell you, man, I like two debt-free screams. The double debt. One, one when you get rid of the consumer debt. Come back when you knock out the mortgage. I'm in for both. I'm ready. We'll welcome you back with open arms. I'm big on celebrating people who are heroes. Well done. <laughs> good work, good work. Leo and Page, Cincinnati, Ohio. 140000 paid off in 37 months, making 130 to 150 House and everything! And they did it before they're 30. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, two. One, we're, we're debt free! Yeah! Love it! Way to go, you two! Way to go! Hey, while everybody's doing layoffs out there and firing people, we're hiring. Matter of fact, I got to hire somebody to replace that young lady I was talking about. That, oh, was, a, yeah. that was a sweet 
bittersweet conversation. She was so sweet and standing there talking to me and, you know, the president of the company and, and, uh, been here several years and very smart. We will definitely miss her talents, but she's going home to be a mom. Mm. I mean, there's not anything better. If I'm going to lose someone out of here, that's how I want to lose them. Right. Yeah. We got open roles in marketing and technology and sales, and we need people like you to come join us. If you're a technology person, by the way, we leave at five and go home. You don't work 80 hours here. So you're working for some companies working you like a dog. Now we don't do that. So this is way more than just a radio show. There's over a thousand people in this building and we help people get out of debt, build wealth, do work that they love, create quality, uh, mental health and connected relationships, all with common sense and very countercultural. But good Lord, it doesn't take much to be countercultural today. Uh, check out all the open roles at RamseySolutions.com slash careers. RamseySolutions.com slash careers. This is The Ramsey Show. Our scripture of the day, Luke 631. And as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. Mark Twain says, kindness is a language which the deaf can hear and the blind can see. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host here. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Pat's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hi, Pat. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. How are you? Better than I deserve. What's up? Okay. Thanks for having me and your staff answer my email. So I was calling in reference to, um, I have, I did the financial piece university during COVID. I paid off a rental home, all my debt, credit card debt, and my, my car. My only debt right now is my, I'm sorry. My only debt right now is my, my home that I currently live in and my student loan. So okay. I have a financial advisor that I reached out to and I told him that I wanted to pay. It's only, I only owed, I'm down to $15,000 on the student loan. So I told him I wanted to pay that off in the next year. And he feels that I should not do that. Instead, allocate that money towards my Roth uh, IRA. Mm -hmm. So my question is, do I go against him? Do I go, you know, I don't know which road to take. Mm -hmm. And how much do you owe on your student loan? 15000 So I'm almost there. Okay. But I'm about to be 60 next month, and I still have a student loan, and I don't want, I mean, next week, and I don't want to have this over my head anymore. Well, you know what you need to do, and that's pay off those loans. Do you have the money to do it? Well, my goal was to pay them off and um, pay aggressively and get them done in one year, the 15000 Okay. Well, here's the thing. It's kind of like going to a dentist and saying, hey, do I have any cavities that you think would need to be filled? The dentist is going to find some cavities. You know what I mean? And so the financial advisor wants you to invest because that's how they make money. And they're not thinking about the full picture in this case about your freedom and your retirement and your goals. And your peace. Okay. And so, I know that this loan forgiveness is going nowhere. So that's why I said I had it yeah. and I just want to get this done with. So, so here's the thing. Okay. His, his theory, if I understand it correctly, is that instead of paying off the 15000 you should put the 15000 into his investments, correct? Correct. Yeah. And so what he's saying is, is that the student loan, he can make more on the money than the student loan interest is. Does that sound right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So what if he came to you and said, uh, what's the interest rate on your student loan, by the way, Pat? 4.25. Okay. What if he said, 
uh, I've arranged a million dollar loan for you at 4.25. I want you to borrow a million dollars and give it to me to invest because I can make more than 4.25 on it. What would you do? What would you do? What would I do? Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't know. I don't, I'm not really sure what to do. Would, would you borrow? It's not a trick question. Mm. Would you go borrow a million dollars? No. At 4.25 so that you could invest the money with him because he says he can make more than that. No. Okay. It's not a trick question. I'm not, I'm not trying to catch you off guard. But what I am doing is just sometimes when you're looking at a decision like this, if you add a bunch of zeros to the decision, mm-hmm. it makes the principle become very crystal clear. So let me tell you what just happened in our conversation. Okay. When I made it not 15,000, but I made it a million, you felt the weight of debt. You felt the risk of debt. And you said, I might actually intellectually know that I might make more than 4%, but I'm not willing to take the risk that I won't. I don't like the weight of that. That's what just happened in this conversation, wasn't it? That's what your brain did. Am I wrong? No, I got, yes, you're right. Okay. And so because it's only 15,000, it makes you go, well, maybe he's right. But your heart is saying, no, 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 I want the peace. Okay, so I I would agree with you. I I think he's wrong, and I would pay off my student loans. And I also would consider a different financial advisor because he's not aligned with your value system and how you see things. And his job is not to change your values. His job is to make suggestions. You know, did you hear what you said? You said, do I go against him? This is your money. Yeah. You shouldn't be asking a question about, do I go against him? He's not your husband. He's a financial right. advisor. It should be going, uh, you know, I don't understand why he would say that. I don't want to do that. And it makes me confused that that's the way, but you know, but, but instead you're having to go, but so what else is he bringing to you that you didn't catch? That's what bothers me. And I'm not saying he's a crook. I'm saying he doesn't agree with your way of seeing the world. And you should have someone that says, I agree with your way of seeing the world. That's why we tell people, you know, financial, uh, the smart investor pros, they are aligned with our way of seeing the world. They're not going to tell you to go into debt to invest. And if you say, I want to pay off this debt, they're not going to go, whoa, whoa, hold on. We shouldn't do that. You should go invest in here. Matter of fact, they would say, yeah, you should do that before you talk to me. And say, come back in six months when you're debt free. Exactly. Exactly. And I'll help you with your Roth IRA then. And I'll, and, and you're a little bit behind because you're 60 years old. So we need to get going. They'll encourage you, right? And that kind of stuff, but they're not going to put you in debt or keep you in debt in order for to line in order to do investing. And you know, that guy could be doing that with nefarious motives. He could be just because he wants a commission, but it could be, he just really believes it's the right thing and he's wrong. That's and, very much possible. And I, I'm, I'm more scared of an enthusiastic ignoramus then I am a con artist. They can do some danger. Yeah, because they're enthusiastic, you know? And um, so, yeah, I, I think you need to rethink who you're taking advice from because it doesn't align with your values. Not because it doesn't align with mine, but because it doesn't align with yours. That's what's important. And, and so, 
you know, I had a CPA one time years ago, George, we had, when Ramsey was a small company, it was, a, it was actually a friend. And, um, but, uh, he knew I had gone through everything, losing everything. And I was, you know, I'm now debt free and I don't borrow money anymore. He came in he's kind of, he was kind of going to tell me how things are kind of going to school me up a little bit, you know, and he mm. says, oh. and you know, well, I, you know, I don't agree with you about this whole debt thing and being debt free and all that, but we don't have to be in agreement about that for me to do your taxes. Oh boy. Or to be your CPA. And I thought, yeah, actually we do kind of do. Yeah. We kind, kind of a deal do. breaker because a CPA who can't do math is bothersome. You know, that's just a problem. So I can't, I can't do that. No, it's not, you know, we can not be, we can be friends. We can hang out on the weekend. But you're not doing my books. <laughs> it's a big difference. It's a big different thing here. So, yeah, I mean, I got lots of friends who think I'm nutty and I think they are, but that's okay. And some of them are closer friends than others, but man, yeah, you know, it's, you know, we're not going to do that. We're, we have to be aligned on this it's very important folks that when you're dealing in the financial realm that you get someone with the heart of a teacher that's huge and someone that actually explains to you and doesn't just tell you oh do, go do this when you I ask said, why i said so they should be slow methodical and go here's exactly why they're making suggestions and then you are still making the choice that's a huge part of this don't ever call the show and said the financial advisor made me no Mm-mm. you call the shots you yeah. make the choices yeah my guy lost all my money. Nope. Nope. You did. Because you didn't make the decision. It's your it's your responsibility to decide. This is the problem. Like when I'm meeting with the guys in the NFL or something, they go, I got me a guy. I got me a guy. I'm like, no, 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 dude. You're the guy. You're the guy. That's a dangerous sentence. Yeah, when they, they, I got me a guy is what you say right before all your money disappears. And you, you have just no went idea broke. where it went. Yeah. No. That guy's got you is what's happening. No, you, you have to make your own decisions. That your finance, your mortgage person, your insurance person, your estate planning attorney, your uh, your investment advisor for sure uh, are teachers. They give you ideas and advice, and then you decide. Period. That's the only way. Good show, George. Good well stuff. done. Well done. That puts this hour in the books. We'll be back with you folks before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. It's George Camel. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.